In America, we don't turn to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. It's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. Letdowns in political history. Yeah. Just have fun. Keep fighting, God wins. We love Ladies and gentlemen, what a what a dark Fourth uh, of July, and so many. And I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it because the reason it's happening is because things have been politicized. So I'm going to politicize it again, and I'm going to say, what a tragedy! Once again, in the United States of America, in a Democrat, no guns allowed city or suburb of a city in Highland. Park, Illinois, yesterday, as, uh, as evil is being unleashed on an unprecedented level because it is pushing back and trying to do everything it can to hold on to the stranglehold that it has over this country, especially for the last 50 years. And I told you, I told you that in the aftermath of overturning Roe v. Wade and why it was so important 
to overturn Roe v. Wade that the devil was going to, because at that moment, at, at that moment when that happened, it turned God's gaze back towards the United States of America. And I didn't say gay as in homo, sexual. I said gaze as in his look. And he looked back upon the United States of America with favor. And the devil did not like that. The devil did not like that. Now, whether it's Democrat or Republican run, it's a sad story. But the reason why I had to throw that in there is because the, the rhetoric from the left, the, the, the left, from the elected officials that call themselves Democrats, since the day Roe v. Wade was overturned, was get in the streets, cause civil unrest. We've got, we've got uh, Jane's Revenge and all these left-wing abortionists and baby killers out there spray painting, if Roe isn't safe, you aren't safe. If Roe is not safe, if abortion is not safe, then neither are you. It's spray painted all over all these churches. The left literally called on their shock troops, including Obama, Nancy Pelosi, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, Maxine Waters. All of the left got their shock troops engaged on the day that Roe v. Wade was overturned, and they said, cause civil unrest, get in the streets, let your voice be known, be loud, push back, don't stop, get violent. They called their shock troops, and this is what we're seeing, and it's perfect for them, because did you see that donut-eating, large and in charge lunchbox Governor Pritzker get on TV yesterday and say, we need more gun control? Well, that's pretty dumb. That's pretty moronic. That's pretty idiotic. That's pretty stupid. Don't you think? Because Highland Park is a democratic area where there are hardly any guns allowed anywhere. And this loser who did this yesterday, his father actually ran for the mayor of Highland Park once upon a time. But that isn't the only city that it happened in. Happened in Philadelphia, too. As two cops were shot and killed on 4th of July yesterday because of these crazy left-wing lunatics, and that's who they all are. None of them are saying this is MAGA country while they're killing people senselessly. None of them have a background on their social media of patriotic Trump supporting Make America Great Again uh, man, woman, or, or child. No, 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 no. All of them, the theme is the same and the common denominator is the same. They are indoctrinated, drugged up with prescription drugs, confused children who are fatherless, godless, and loveless. Now, going back to that, you're about to see the mind. You're about to see the mind of this, of, this, of this kid. I'm going to show you what's going on in this kid's mind based on what we've seen on his social media. Now, I will say viewer discretion is advised, all right, before I show you this. I'm going to remove the lower third banners because I want you to see this in its entirety. Now, you're going to hear an F-bomb in this because it's in the song that this kid played. So if you have any children, small children who love this show, please get them out of the room right now unless you want to educate them on what's really going on. And I apologize, the, uh, the cops in Philly were, uh, I, I, I don't think they were shot and killed, they were shot uh, in critical condition, I heard, but uh, I didn't mean to say shot and killed, it's just all this, all this killing going on. Let me go back to uh, Highland Park, Illinois, and uh, show you what's inside this, this kid's brain and uh, then you'll understand why he did what he did. And the worst part about this is the authorities knew about this. Let's go to that video, please.
Oh, let's go back. Let's let's replay the video. I'm sorry, folks. Here we go. I mean, if I saw my child making stuff like this or drawing stuff like this in this kind of pain, I would get involved. The problem is parents are not getting involved. what this is folks this is crying for help this is the soul crying out for help crying for God but will never find it because nobody is there to lead him down the right path this is what is going on with our youth folks and this goes back to the 90s if you go back to the 90s and you remember when grunge became a thing all this started happening then Godless, filling them with prescription drugs, taking the father out of the home, taking God out of the home, giving these children no attention whatsoever, letting them be raised by the internet and by what's going on in the public school system. And there's an old saying, if you don't teach your kids and raise your kids the right way, somebody else will teach them and raise them their way. It's all about the parents being involved. Folks, you're locked and loaded right here on Live from America. Happy post-4th of July. And I know for most of us out there, we enjoyed 4th of July. And I want to just give you all a shout-out and, and thank you for posting all of the beautiful pictures, all of the beautiful stories about 4th of July. And unfortunately, in this world, as evil re- uh, rears its ugly head and as evil pushes forward as strong and as hard as it can now more than ever, unfortunately, we just have to... Take the evil as it comes. You're never going to be able to prevent it. Trying to prevent all of this stuff from happening by taking other people's rights away is not going to work. The only way to prevent this from happening is being raised right, making sure that you're giving love the right attention, the right amount of attention, and and giving this child, these children, a sense of family and God. Without that, you're screwed and there's no other way to prevent it from happening. Folks, thank you for being here today. I am your ever-so-humbled, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the Hip Hop Patriot, coming to you from the Live Free or Die Granite State of New Hampshire, and it's an honor to be here with you, as always. I know there's some newcomers watching today on Rumble and Getter. God bless you, and thank you for being here. Uh, if you are new to the show, just watch the show. It's an hour long. Uh, you will find, uh, you'll get some great information. You'll get it in a way you're not used to getting it, and you'll meet uh, some really wonderful people in here. Um, Ashley Garland says, Jeremy, my dad wore his shirt yesterday and loves it. He will get you a picture of him and I want it and I wearing it and send it to you. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. 
I really do. Uh, one thing that we work together here, folks, uh, one thing we do here on Life from America is we work together for change. We're all about action, and, uh, and it works. We've seen it work time and time again. And our action now, now that we've overturned Roe v. Wade, we need to be switching our priority to the family nucleus. Yes, everything else comes with it. The southern border, I get it. Second Amendment, I get it. Stolen election, I get it. Illegitimate presidents, I get it. Illegitimate senators, vice presidents, uh, congressmen and women, I get it. But just like we needed to go to the root of the problem in order to get God's favor and blessings back on this country, which was overturning Roe v. Wade, we now need to go to the root of the problem that is the rest of the problems in our country, and that is the family nucleus. And we have to stand up and stand for the family nucleus. We need to stand up for the traditional mother and father, man and women, children. We need to stop telling children they can be other genders. We need to stop letting children know that they can be other species or identify as something other than they are. We need to let them know that God created you. And we need to give them very specific path, uh, pathways to follow and stop giving them so many choices. A child's brain is not developed yet. Even at the age of 16, 17, It's not fully developed yet. You cannot give them so many choices. If you give a child a choice, they're going to go to the first shiny thing they see, and it's not going to be the thing that you want them to go to. Amen? Let's go to the Lord because that is where we need to turn our attention uh, to to, uh, every day of the week, every hour of the day, every minute of every hour. I titled today's uh, newsletter, Are You Achieving Your Goals? And I'm going to read the whole thing for you if you'd allow me to this morning. I said, hello and good morning. I hope you had a safe and happy Fourth of July. Unfortunately for those people in Highland Park, Philly, and other places, evil showed its ugly head and people lost their lives. Let's never lose sight of God and country through any and all adversity and deal with evil when it comes. That's all we can do. I want to thank you all for your help, your shares, and your financial help lately as well. I know it's hard and it's been hard here as well. We're not making what we were making and it's okay. Because we keep plugging away. Remember, any of your promo codes, donations, clothes purchased, or temporary sponsors all go towards running this show and the future network that we will be. And your assistance is very appreciated. So thank you very much. Verse of the day today, Philippians 3, 14. Grab your Bibles right now. If you've got it handy, if it's near you, go to the back of the book. Philippians 3, 14 says this, I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God, through Christ Jesus, is calling us. You are here on earth for a reason, period. You're not here by accident, just like the earth is not here by accident. You were given opportunities, gifts, and skills at birth to someday use for the greater good. Some of you found them at a young age. Some of you were older, when you realized what they were. Some of you still have yet to understand everything God has blessed you with, no matter what age you're at. We should all have a goal in life. When that goal is reached, we should go for another. Goals are the steps to salvation and a great way to show how God can work in your life. We should always strive to be like Jesus. Jesus was perfect, yet even he pressed on towards goals that he wanted or needed to achieve. The problem with goals is that the devil likes to throw obstacles your way. Henry Ford once said that obstacles 
are those frightening things that you see when you take your eyes off of your goals. What a statement. We all have 25 excuses as, uh, to not do something, but those are equal to obstacles. You have to change your perspective. Instead of looking at them as impassable mountains, look at them as chances to learn new things and to test your faith in God. That is how to view things that seem impossible to pass or to conquer. Look at them as a challenge instead of an obstacle to show God that you truly do trust him to carry out through any adversity. And once you do that, nothing can stop you from reaching your God-given potential, I promise you. So let us thank Jesus for what he did on that cross today and pray to God for the grace that we, that we receive in Jesus' name. Amen. Remember, folks, all of us have goals. All of us want to achieve something. All of us have excuses. But excuses are like obstacles. You like that? Either run into them and turn around and go back or look for another way around and challenge yourself and come out the other side a better person. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Deliver us from evil. Folks, there's going to be no shortage of evil moving forward. There's going to be no shortage of evil arrows coming your way to try to stop you from achieving those goals that we just talked about. Don't let it happen. And stop giving your children prescription drugs and putting them in front of YouTube as a babysitter and a sedative. If you're a parent, start acting like a parent. You sacrifice everything of what you are, every bit of what you are for that child, period, until that child is ready to go on their own, period. When you make the choice to have a child, you give your life to that child. You get your life back when that child is ready to go on, it, on their own, period. That's just the way it is. Stop looking for the easy way out. And this is for you young parents out there. This is not for you older parents out there. This is for you young parents out there who may hit a wall, hit a brick wall, hit an obstacle. You may not know where to go. You may not know what to do. You may not have a support system. I can promise you this. I can promise you this. The church is the best support system that you could ever have. And don't tell me there's no church near you. There's a, church, there's a church near you anywhere you live. It may not be the best church. It may not be the right church. But I can promise you, if you have nobody, if it seems hopeless and you are lonely and you're desperate and you're in depression, go to the church. Because whether you want to believe in God or not, those God-loving, God-fearing people in that place, in, but within that four walls and in that community, they will help you. They will drop everything of their lives to help you in yours. I can promise you that. Why? Because that is the power of Jesus and that is the power of the Holy Spirit. Whether you want to believe in it or not, you can believe a sword is not going to kill you if you get stuck with it, but I can promise you it will. So whether you believe in it or not, that has nothing to do with what I'm saying. What I'm saying is run to the people who have compassion and who can show you a better way. 
and who can help you. That's all I ask. Let's have our first slurp of the day as we get ready for the first and foremost section. And please, please do me the favor of sharing, sharing, sharing. You can never share enough. I can promise you, you can never share enough. Facebook, Twitter, all of them, they will hide your shares. But if you share five times, they won't hide all of them. Share that Rumble link. Rumble this video, and let's continue to go to the top. Let's go back to the Highland Park shooter for a minute. Because I want to show you more social media posts by this very troubled young man. Regardless of what side of the the aisle he is on politically, which we know where it is. But I want to go back to this because I want to show you what the FBI, what the local authorities, what the authorities period could have stopped had they gotten involved when they should have gotten involved. Instead, what they're doing is monitoring all of your social media. Governor Kathy Holcher wants to monitor your social media. Joe Biden and and Merrick Garland, they want to monitor your social media because you like President Trump, because you happen to be a Trump supporter or or, or posted MAGA one time. They they want to be big brother over the mama bears and the papa bears who are going to school board meetings to stop this ridiculous indoctrination and sexualization of our children. That is who they want to... uh, that's who they want to follow. No, they don't want to, uh, they don't want to follow the social media of these disturbed and troubled children because that's exactly what they are, disturbed and very troubled. Let's see if this is one of those. That, this is the, that's, the, that's the moment when they, when they arrested him. We're, not, we're going to go past that. We're going to go to some of his social media posts here because that's where we need to focus this, uh, uh, this part of this, this story. This is, uh, check this out. This is the kid. Now, one look at this kid, you can judge a book book by its cover, right? One look at this kid, you can judge a book by its cover. The kid is not well. He's got face tattoos, rainbow-colored hair. These are photos from his his, uh, social media. His name was Robert Bobby Cremo III, okay? I want to show you another video that this kid made, a music video, because apparently he was a rapper, now, you watch this video, and there is no way in H-E double hockey sticks that you are going to say, oh, that's a normal kid. No, anybody with a normal, common-sense, working brain would say, we need to get this kid help right away. And the FBI knew about this kid. That's the worst part. Check this out. Listen to the creepy Joker laughing in this video. Yeah, that kid's fine.
Yeah, that kid seems completely fine and well to me, right? Here's the thing. His video views would get thousands of views. His social media would get hundreds, if not thousands of likes. And nobody thought anything about that. You've got all these Facebook uh, fact checkers and people out there trying to find out content that doesn't, that, that goes against their standards. This doesn't. Or at least it doesn't scream for help. Maybe if the DOJ and the FBI with the taxpayer money that we give them, maybe they could have used some of those resources to stop stuff like this, to ban stuff like this on social media. But no, again, they want to come after you. They want to come after me because we are Trump supporters. Now, the media is trying to label this kid as a Trump supporter. He wasn't. He was actually a Trump hater. He was a Trump hater. As a matter of fact... He's got, uh, he's got videos of him mocking Trump supporters, or I mean pictures mocking Trump supporters while he's wearing a MAGA flag on his back. So what they're doing is they're using that MAGA flag picture to make, oh, he was a Trump supporter. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. Not at all. And again, folks, this is what we are producing by pumping kids full of medication and prescription drugs at such a young age, plopping them in front of YouTube because parents are too worthless and lazy to do their damn jobs. And when you, uh, when you let somebody else raise your kid, this is what you get. My kids have no phones. They have no laptops or even iPads anymore or tablets because they've all been taken because they weren't, they're not, uh, they've shown that they weren't responsible to have them. They have no social media accounts. And anytime we find out if they're away from the house, they were on social media, guess what they get? In trouble and grounded. Now, we know that in 2022, my wife and I know that we're not going to be able to stop our kids from being part of a digital world somehow, some way, shape, or form, or at least having access to it or being privy to it. We get that. But what we're doing is setting a line, setting a standard, put, setting that standard of saying, this is where we this is where we are. You're not going past this. If you go past this, you're going to get in trouble. But the problem is, is, is parents are setting their bar so low. They're setting their standards so low. Yesterday, when we were down watching fireworks, let me just tell you this. And a lot of these kids that were there hanging out with our kids are in the Christian school with our kids. And every single one of them had a phone. Every single one of them, 14, 15, and 16 years old, had a phone. My daughter was the only lone person in that whole group to not have phones. Everybody's taking selfies. Everybody's taking pictures of each other. Everybody's taking pictures of fireworks. Here's my daughter watching fireworks with her own two eyeballs. Upset probably that she couldn't post on Instagram or Snapchat or whatever at TikTok. Guess what? I don't care. I don't care. I would rather have my children hate my guts for the fact that they can't be like every other kid than be on social media. I would rather have them hate my guts. Now, here's the worst part, folks. Let's go back to what I was talking about with this Democrat rhetoric. Get in the streets. Fill the streets. Cause civil unrest. Push back. If abortion isn't safe, then neither are you. Go to Supreme Court justices' houses and threaten them and their families. This is all rhetoric from the Democrat Party, and yet they want to hold President Trump responsible for January 6th because of his rhetoric? Where nobody died but Trump supporters? Funny thing is, I'm hearing on every 
every station today about this Highland Park shooting. Why didn't we hear about this in Waukesha, Wisconsin? Why didn't we hear on, why didn't the next day, on every single mainstream, lamestream fake news media station, we didn't hear jack crap about the Waukesha, Wisconsin killer who ran over and killed people in his car. Why? Because he was black and he belonged to Black Lives Matter. That's why. Shame on you. Shame on you, Democrats. Marxist, communist, scumbag losers. Shame on you. You didn't say a darn word about that, about that guy who ran over all those people in Waukesha, Wisconsin. Oh, but here we are. Gun control, white supremacy, white, 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 white. Shut the hell up. I'm so sick and tired of you scumbag, hypocritical liars out there destroying this country every day. For what? For what? So you can put a picture up on your profile that says, I'm support Black Lives Matter. I support Ukraine. Shut up. You don't support anything and you wouldn't do anything. You're a worthless piece of crap. And now Americans have to deal with this and living on edge and not knowing whether we can go in public or not, not not knowing whether we can go to 4th of July or not because we don't want to get shot. It's not a gun problem. It's a godless fatherless, prescription drug, crazy, left-wing, communist, Marxist problem. And we need to rid this country of it right now. I am so sick and tired of so many people out there just shutting their mouth and going, I'm just going to go to work today. I'm just going to get up today and I'm going to fill my car gas. I'm going to complain about it. I'm going to go to work. And then I'm going to come home and I'm not going to get involved. Get involved, you worthless coward. That's none of my business. I'm just going to keep going. No! If we do not rid this country of communism, just like Reagan said, it'll spread so fast that freedom is only one generation away from being extinct and we're already here. Oh, I'm just going to I'm not going to get involved. Good. Then get the heck out of here then. Because it's so bad now, folks, that even in Orlando, 12 people were injured last night, not by a gun, not by a knife, not by a crazy evil democrat. No, 12 people were injured in a stampede last night at a 4th of July fireworks celebration in Orlando just because of a false rumor of an active shooter. A crowd of an estimated 100,000 people or 10 times more than Joe Biden has ever seen in his life gathered at Lake... Eola Park in Orlando, Florida last night to watch the 4th of July fireworks display. Panicked and stampeded during the fireworks show over an unfounded rumor of an active shooter. Fireworks reportedly set off in the crowd that were mistaken for gunshots provoked the stampede injuring 12 and separating families. All because of Democrats. All because of Democrats. Not because of crazy people. Not because of guns. Because of Democrats. So you should think about that before you go vote this this year. I don't care if you want to be Democrats with your friends in public. Be a Republican in private. Don't be a stupid moron. Stampedes. Everywhere. Because Because people were afraid that they were getting shot at. 
Because of fireworks. How would you know, though? You wouldn't. So why wouldn't you get the hell out of there? They want to ruin tradition. They want to ruin your love for America. They want to ruin fireworks. They want to ruin celebrations. They want to ruin traditions. They want to ruin everything that you've ever known about the United States of America. They hate that flag. They hate that cross. They hate you. And Trump said it best. They're not after me. They're after you. I'm just in the way. And that rings more true now than ever. And if I get one email, one, just one, from somebody saying, you know, you probably shouldn't swear. Don't watch my show again, ever again. Please don't ever watch it again. I get it. I get it. I know the difference between right and wrong. But if people don't get righteously angry over this kind of treason that's happening from a major institution that runs our country, if you don't get mad enough to swear here and there, well, then, then you're not mad enough to, uh, to fight for this country. You don't see what I see. So think about that before you get on your keyboard today. <laughs> if you can't get mad enough in righteous anger to save this country and people's lives, then where are you going to be when crap hits the fan? <laughs> you guys shouldn't be out there fighting like that. It's not right. You should just let them kill you. That's the Christian thing to do. Cool. You're not a Christian because you're saying bad words. Cool. Thank you. Thank you for telling me what I'm not. Thank you for judging. Christian of you. Anyway, let's move on from that. Let's go to another loser who also needs to be uh, excommunicated from any kind of elected uh, official capacity, and that is Joey Applesauce, folks. He is losing basic human function day by day. Worst day by day, like, and again, folks, I'll be the first to admit, I thought this guy was gone a long time ago. I thought this guy was adios, sayonara, bye-bye-bye a long time ago. I can't believe he's made it this long. But then I realized something, folks, the reason why Joey Applesauce is still here and they haven't handed the reins over to Kamala Harris so she can be the first woman president, just like Kathy Holchel, the first unelected loser, Right? I realized why they're not just giving the reins over. Why? It's because Joey Applesauce is completely controllable. Joey Applesauce can be controlled and Kamala Harris cannot. Why? Because of her pride. She's too stupid. She's too... I don't even know if you can even say she's too stupid to be controlled, but she's too out of her mind and too prideful. She wants herself to be the best. She wants people to talk about her and give her attention. She doesn't even know anything. So the reason why they haven't handed the reins over to her, I believe, is because she's not completely 100% controllable. The power would go to her head and she, and she would push back, right? She just seems like that kind, of a, uh, that kind of a woman. Joey Applesauce will do whatever they tell you to do. I'm going to go to a video yesterday of Joey Applesauce on stage where Jill had to come and save the day 
had to tell him to say, God bless America. And he's like, whoa, 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 what are you talking about? Say, God bless America, Joe. Whoa, what are you talking about? True national depression. No, God bless America. And then he just hands the microphone to her to say it because he can't do it while he sniffs her hair. He is losing all basic human functions, folks. Let's turn it up so you can actually hear him. Head home safely. Head home safely. And as a, uh, I used to have a grandpa, every time I walk out of his house in Scranton, he'd say, Joey, keep the faith. And my grandmother would yell, no, Joey, spread it. Let's spread the faith, folks. Thank you all so very, very much. Thanks. Okay, and... God bless America. Thank you. And God protect our troops. Thank you. Well, God better protect our troops, Joey, because you didn't. You got 13 of them killed. And how many other countless innocent civilians in Afghanistan when you pulled out? God, God, protect our troops. Is that just something that you're just, you know, programmed to say, Joe? God, protect our troops. God bless America. I can't say it. You say it, Jill. God, God protect. God bless my grandmother, grandfather. I'm Jill's husband, Joe. We've all had enough. Playtime's over. God protect our troops. You don't. But maybe, ladies and gentlemen, when I, told you, when I keep talking about this red wave and this red tsunami, maybe, just maybe, maybe this has something to do with it. Because right now, guess where he's polling with independence? 18%. 18%. That is the worst. No president in the history of this great country has ever polled at 18% among independents. It's worse than Jimmy Carter. It's worse than anybody. The worst president in the history of the United States of America. Now, you know he's not president. I know he's not president. But guess what? 50 years from now, they're going to refer to Joey Applesauce as the 46th president of the United States. Guaranteed. No matter what we do. No matter if we overturn it. No matter if fraud officiates everything. They will refer to him as the 46th president of the United States. So we can refer to him as the worst the worst and probably the only unelected president of all time. Who knows? Who knows how long this has been going on? If you follow political news, you'll hear a lot of people on the right and the left, but not as much from people in the middle. The ironic part is that the independent voters are often the ones who end up deciding the elections. We've talked about that many times. Republicans are pretty much going to vote Republican. Democrats are pretty much going to vote Democrat. Maybe not this time, though. In, 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 uh, in private, they'll probably vote Republican. But these independents are probably the most important voters in our system because it's them who decide which way we're going to sway, which path we're going to go, which direction we're going to go. Are we going to go the direction of the left where the sign says imminent death cliff ahead? Or are we going to go the path of the right that says prosperity, patriotism, and family and God? I don't know. But according to a new poll, Biden has lost them pretty much completely. And it's just brutal, folks. 18% among independents. The resident of the United States is severely underwater. Only 18% of independents approve of Joe Biden's job performance, while 68% disapprove. And 13% neither approve or disapprove, because those are the ones that, like I said, that just sit there and go, I don't care about what's going on. I just want to go to work and go home. Go to work and go home. Go to work and go home. I will not fight for my country. I'm not a soldier. I didn't sign up for this. Go to work and go home. Go to work and go home. I'll just do whatever they tell me to do. Oh, you're here to take my guns? Here you go. Go to work and go home. 
Those are those people. That's the 13% that don't know which way is up or down. Now, leading up into the midterms, with the residents' failing poll numbers, vulnerable Democrats who have aligned themselves with him have also struggled, and that is why you don't see any Democrats saying, hey, you want to come and campaign for me? They don't want that hanging over their head. Overall, the resident is severely underwater with everybody, and here are those numbers. Biden's job approval rating is down to the lowest of his presidency, 30% as of Saturday. On Monday, Biden was not only at his lowest approval rating to date, but also at his highest disapproval rating of 58%. And you want to know where he's hurting the worst? Hispanics. Hispanics are fleeing the Democratic Party because of Joe Biden and the left and the people that are puppeting him faster than I have ever seen any group of people that are labeled by Democrats run from anything. They know what's coming. They know the shape is sinking. They get it. Hardworking, God-fearing Americans, Hispanics, they don't want anything to do with this loser. A candidate cannot win an election with numbers like these. So they can, there's no way, there is no possible way they can cheat and make anybody who doesn't get it, get it. This is why it's more apparent than ever that Gavin Newsom will be the nominee for the Democratic Party come 2024. Mark my words, they are coming after Gavin Newsom, or Gavin Newsom is coming after that Democratic Party and they're going to put every ounce behind him. Guaranteed. Now, before we go on to the rest of the show, which I do have a lot of good news, by the way, I just wanted to get rid of, I wanted to talk about the evil and get the bad news out of the way, okay? So we can move on to good news. Before we do that, I would like to highlight one of our sponsors here on Live from America who has been helping so very much. You guys would not believe how much money we've lost in donations to keep this show going. This year, we have lost more. I'm surprised we're even going, but we are. And it's because people filled in the gaps, like the Gold Coast, like the Anthems, you know what I mean? Like the My Pillows and those places. They filled in the gaps and they've helped us. So all I'm asking is that you guys give these, these folks a look, okay? I'm not saying put all your money into gold and silver. I don't even, I can't even do that. I don't, I don't even have, I actually, the only little gold and silver I do have is stuff that people have given me. But I don't have a nest egg and I don't have a retirement. And I'm not saying do all of your nest egg or retirement, but put some money, if you have money put away, put some of it into gold and silver. It will only benefit you the same way it would if you were buying real estate, okay? So secure your, secure your nest egg, secure your retirement with actual precious metal and go to goldco.com or call 855-559-3433. Just like real estate, gold and silver are never going to go down. Okay, and I want to thank those guys for helping out because the show would not exist unless we made the numbers. It's just that it's simple budgeting, folks. That is why we rely on the Rumble Rants so much. The Rumble Rants actually facilitate having a producer, employing Elisha, and making sure that we have enough money to help people out in the Slurp Fund. That is why the Rumble Rants are so important. So anytime you guys get on those those, those, uh, donation trains, it helps out big time, bigly, huge, okay? Let's move on and go to the next story because we do have good news, like I said, for the rest of the show, pretty much anyway. And that's this. Does anybody remember Macy Gray? Now, I never really liked Macy Gray as an entertainer. I never liked her as a singer. I get why people do. I get why people like that raspy soul voice. But I was never a big fan of Macy Gray, even before I got political. 
And then when I got really political, I saw that she was a big time hater of Donald Trump. She was a Donald Trump hater. And it made me even like, oh yeah, whatever, who cares? She's washed up. But ladies and gentlemen, the evil of the left and the tenacity of the left is continuing to push people that were either left or center left to the right. And this is what I'm talking about when I say you can't beat God and God works in mysterious ways. Because he chooses the most unlikely people. And how does he do it? He puts them through the same ringer as they put everybody else through. Look at some of these people that said, whoa, whoa, all I said was this. And the left attacked them like crazy. Look at Joe Rogan. Look at Bill Maher. And now, folks, singer Macy Gray stirred up a ton of controversy. During an interview with Pierce Morgan that aired yesterday, when she said what every normal person would say, That just because a person has gender reassignment surgery doesn't change their biological sex. Uh Uh-oh! Uh-oh! We can't say that! You can't say that, Macy! Don't you have an agent? Don't you have somebody in the music business that tells you not to go against the grain? You can't say that just because a person has gender reassignment surgery it doesn't change their biological sex. That's a fact! You can't say a fact! During her appearance on Pierce Morgan's Uncensored, the singer said she would probably face backlash for sharing this opinion, but she had the courage. Maybe God just pulled on her heartstrings just enough. Maybe that Holy Spirit was screaming from within and said, just do it. And she was right. She said it. And the woke mob jumped on her so fast. Maybe they'll just push her to the right as well. I think I've got a video. I do. Let's, um, let's pull up this video of uh, Macy Gray on Pierce Morgan, where she said, I'm probably going to get it for this, but here we go. Check this out. And I, I will say this, and everybody's going to hate me, but as a woman, just because you go change your parts doesn't make you a woman. Right. Uh-oh. Sorry. Uh-oh. You feel that? I know that for a fact. Just because you change your parts doesn't make you a woman. Pierce says, you believe that. You know that. She goes, I know that for a fact. And she had a little bit of courage. And guess what? They came after her, folks. They came after her on Twitter. They came after her on Instagram. They called her a traitor, a traitor to her race, a traitor to women. I don't understand. But either way, we're going to go ahead and give it to her. Macy Gray. It's amazing that we're giving the Smarty Award away for somebody who just describes what a woman is. But in 2022, we are that crazy. So big shout out to Macy Gray for having a little bit of courage there and standing up against a woke mob. All right, folks. This is a very important part of the show. Not that any part, not that every part wasn't important, but this is very important. As you know, here on Live from America, one thing that I've been following very, very heavily is the amount of the uh, food processing plants in the United States that are either burning or being destroyed some way, shape, or form in order to stop the supply chain of food getting out there. Now, at first we thought, eh, accidents happen. Then 20 and 30 happen. Ooh, maybe there's something here to see. Then 40 and 50 are happening. Uh-oh, folks, is this on purpose? 60, 70, 80, 90, 100? A hundred food manufacturing or processing centers in the United States in just two years 
Now we've got a problem. You know that. I know that. Then all of a sudden, all those cows just died. All of them. Hoofs up. Because of the heat. Ranchers all of a sudden forgot how to ranch. Cows forgot how to keep cool. They all just die, right? Weird. So that got me looking into things a little bit. That got me looking into things saying, wait a minute. If this is happening at such an alarming rate, is this a strategy of the left? Some might ask, well, what do you mean? Well, you control the food, you control the water, you control everyone, right? Well, look at all the dominoes that have been falling in the way of uh, going towards communism, going towards third world country status like Venezuela. And then you start thinking about the water supplies and you start thinking about the food supply and you start thinking about the farmland that Bill Gates is buying. And then you start to go, wait a minute, there's something really nefarious going on here. They're attempting to run the entire food delivery system in this world. Why? Because, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, if they control the food, they control everything. I started looking into it, and I'm starting to realize it's not just happening in the United States. Look at the Dutch right now. Look at what they're dealing with in Holland right now. They're literally trying to steal farmers' lands, steal everything, take all their lands, and turn them into cities. Now, from what I understand, and I didn't know this, Americans are great farmers. Americans are probably some of the best farmers in the world. From what I understand, the Dutch are even better than we are. Now, I didn't know that until recently, but now that this is all going on, you're starting to realize what's going, you're starting to see what's happening, and the Dutch are rising up much like the truckers did in Canada because they're trying to take all their farms as well. And then I started looking into more, and I started realizing these food manufacturing plants, these processing plants, it's not just happening in the United States. It's happening around the world. Then you realize this is a global effort. This is the new world order, literally going piece by piece, ready to control you. Now, before I get into the story, I do want to tell you something that Charlie Kirk said in a, uh, in a speech to some students at a college university, and I saw it yesterday, and it was absolutely amazing. I praise Charlie Kirk for saying this. He said, somebody told him once, if you want to go, to, if you want to go on a great vacation, go to Italy. If you want to give up, Go to France. If you want good beer, go to Germany. If you want to pretend that you're proper and right, then go to England. And if you want to win, go to America. Because it's going to come down to us again, folks. It's going to come down to the American man and woman, the patriotic American, to save this world. Just like we did 80 years ago, 100 years ago. As Americans tackle accelerating inflation, skyrocketing gas prices, food and baby formula shortages, following the manufactured COVID-19 pandemic, manufacturing plants are mysteriously being burned down on a regular basis, but not only in the United States, in the world. In 2021, Reslink, a leading global supply chain monitoring and risk management firm that has been tracking disruptions at manufacturing plants for over a decade, was prompted to create a war room to track the sudden uptick of supply chain disruptions. The company issued 11,642 alerts, notifying its, which include today's largest multinational organizations, about supply chain disruptions and 88% increase in supply chain disruptions in a single year. Let me say that again for all those in the back. In one year, 88% percent increase in supply chain disruptions. North America 
experienced 5,417 supply chain disruptions, more than any other developed nation, followed by Europe, which saw 2,838, and Asia, which saw 2,128. Here's the thing. That's just what's being reported by that firm. That's not what's in reality. Because I don't know if they will call those cows hoofs up, those thousands of herds hoofs up, as a manufacturing uh, or, or a supply chain disruption. Manufacturing plants aren't accidentally getting destroyed in the United States. Destructive fires like those raging across the food factories across the United States have suspicious, suspiciously become commonplace around the world. More factory fires occurred in 2021 than any year in recorded history. Why? Well, because they stole the election. They stole the election, and when they steal America, they steal the world. America leads. When they steal America, they steal the world. Nearly a quarter of the supply chain disruptions globally were attributed to manufacturing plants being set aflame, according to exclusive data compiled by ResLink's Event Watch Monitoring Database. ResLink issued 1,946 factory fire alerts in 2021, an increase of 129% year over year. The company attributes the sudden cause of fires to labor shortages caused by the pandemic. You think so? Is that what you believe? Among the countries that saw the highest number of factory fire alerts were the United Kingdom. I mean, excuse me, the United States with 425, dwarfing the next, which was India, which is 159, Germany 122, South Korea 117, Mexico 97, United Kingdom 78, and Japan 72. Now, folks... I went through the whole list of, thing, of, peop, of places in the United States that it happened, and there was 98 when I reported that to you. Remember that? There's now 102. We're up to 102. And do you know that Reuters and Snopes are fact-checking anybody that says it's intentionally orchestrated by saying that that's not true? Where there's smoke, there's fire. This kind of crap on this level, this amount, does not happen by accident. It's statistically impossible. And according to the FBI's cyber division, cyber attack threats on agricultural cooperatives are also an imminent threat that are rising at an astronomical rate. Folks, they are going to try to uh, control this food supply and they are going to ration it to you. Are we going to let them continue this crap? There's got to be a breaking point. See, The reason why the Democrats and the globalist left of this world are doing this is because they know they've got you right where they want you. They know that they have chipped away at your fear so long. They have caused more fear and more fear and more fear year after year, decade after decade to the point where they know that all they got to do is chip away little by little by little and sooner or later they'll own everything. Where's the breaking point? Where is the United States? Where's the American Patriots breaking point? That's what I want to know. Where is that breaking point? Now, I'm doing everything in my power outside of grabbing a gun and starting my own militia. Where's our breaking point? That's my question. It's a global effort to, to control the food and to ration it. And if you don't see it now and don't start sounding the alarms now, it's going to be bad news bears in just a few short years. And here's my other question. Where are our politicians on the right talking about this. I have not heard 
Mark Meadows talk about this. I have not heard Kevin McCarthy talk about this. I have not heard President Trump talk about this. I have not heard uh, Ted Cruz talk about this. I have not heard Lindsey Graham talk about this. I have not heard great Republicans talk about this. The only person that I've heard talk about this is Ron DeSantis. The only one. Now, I'm not saying that people haven't talked about it. I'm telling you, the only person I've heard talk about it is Ron DeSantis. The only person. Not even President Trump. And that's a problem for me. And that is a problem for me. And it should be a problem for all of you, too. That's why we got to scream it from the mountaintops so that these politicians actually get their head on the right uh, swivel and start doing the right things. Now, for one of our greatest and most fun segments here on Live from America, folks, it's time to go rhino hunting. I'll make you famous. (laughs) Rhino hunting, ladies and gentlemen, and this time. Now, we've went hunting for this rhino before. He's a big one. We've shot at him. We've wounded this rhino. But this rhino still roams, and it looks like we need to lock and load, get our rhino permits ready, and get out there and wound him again. Okay? Now, we've got to be careful, because this rhino wears mom jeans. And these mom jeans are so tight. You never know what he's capable of. But yes, we're talking about mom, jeans, Mitt Romney, folks, because yesterday, on July 4th, Independence Day, America's birthday, mom, jeans, Mitt Romney, one of the biggest rhino losers out there. And, and, I, and, and by the way, I think he purposely lost to Obama. He attacked President Trump in a scathing July 4th op-ed, which praises Joe Biden as a genuinely good man. Let's talk about this. What a loser this guy is. Rhino Senator Mom Jeans Mitt Romney, a.k.a. loser, attacked President Trump in a scathing op-ed in the Atlantic and warned the nation is at risk. According to Romney, the nation isn't at risk, excuse me. According to Romney, the nation isn't at risk of a collapse because of globalist puppets like Joe Biden and his Marxist communist agenda. No, no, no. The only reason that the nation might be at risk, according to mom jeans, Mitt Romney, is that Donald Trump, it's Donald Trump's fault for dividing the country. That's right. Not Obama's. No, no, no. Not Obama for bringing racism back. Nope. Racism was all but dead until that loser came around. Nope. Mom jeans, Mitt Romney says the problems that we're facing today and the reason the nation is at risk right now today is because President Trump divided the country so badly. Quote, too many Americans are blithely dismissing threats that could prove cataclysmic. The failed once presidential hopeful wrote in July 4th op-ed, Romney, who owns at least two sprawling mansions and, f- and flies in a private jet, started off by wringing his hands over the climate change crisis and melting ice caps. As the ice caps melt and record temperatures make the evening news, we figure that buying a Prius and recycling the boxes from our daily Amazon deliveries will suffice, he wrote. Driving a Prius? Daily Amazon deliveries? Wow. I wonder if that Prius is electric. What an elitist thing to say. Mitt Romney attacked Trump supporters and said that we are, all, we are a nation in denial. 
And when a renowned conservative former federal appellate judge testifies that we are already in a war for our democracy and that January 6, 2021 was a genuine uh, constitutional crisis, MAGA loyalists snicker that he speaks slowly and celebrate the most people that most people weren't watching. This is all stuff that he wrote. What a loser this guy is. Romney said Biden, a lifelong Washington criminal and grifter, is a genuinely good man. Quote, President Joe Biden is genuinely a good man, but he has yet been unable to break through our national um, denial of deceit and distrust. A return of Donald Trump would feed the sickness, probably rendering it incurable. Congress is particularly disappointing. Our elected officials put a finger in the wind more frequently than they show a backbone against it too often. Washington demonstrates the maxes, the maxim that for evil to thrive only requires good men to do nothing, Romney wrote. Loser Romney ended his piece by rejecting a Trump 2024 White House bid. I would love for that. I would love for, you know what? If you're going to talk about it, be about it, mom jeans. If you're going to talk about it, be about it and go up against President Trump. And I'd, I'd like to see that. That's what I'd like to see. I hope for a president who can rise above the din to unite us behind the truth. Several contenders with experience and smarts stand in the wings, he said. We intently watch to see if they also possess the requisite character and ability to bring the nation together in confronting our common reality. While we wait, leadership must come from fathers and mothers, teachers, nurses, priests, rabbis, businessmen, businesswomen, journalists, and pundits. That will require us all to rise above ourselves, above our grievances and resentments, and grasp the mantle of leadership our country so badly needs. (laughs) We can't have President Donald Trump anymore. It sounds like him and the yellow Teletubby Liz Cheney are on the same page because she even said in the same day, I'm not ruling out running for president to save our country from Donald Trump. Come on, man. (laughs) We did it. We did it, Joe. Mom Jeans Mitt Romney, you get the Rhino Dumb Dumb Award of the Day. What a loser you are. And you know what? Put your money where your mouth is if you're so sure of yourself. And run for president in 2024 against Trump, against DeSantis, against anybody in the world. Heck, against my pinky toe. My pinky toe would win against you for president of the United States, you failed loser. Anyway, I got a couple more stories to get to here, folks, and I think you're going to like these. Uh, Last week. We talked up the Supreme Court about how they were just getting warmed up. And this was going to be Trump's legacy moving into the next generation. This Supreme Court would be Trump's legacy. And while they've done some things that we are completely against, while they have not decided to look at the election fraud, they have done some good things. They've done some good things. And the Supreme Court's next target, folks, is the power of the executive branch. Battles over the federal government's power will likely define a lot of the Supreme Court's future. The big picture. Abortion has been the single biggest animating force in the conservative legal movement for decades. Now that the Supreme Court has overturned Roe v. Wade sooner than some advocates expected, other long-term projects will absorb much of the right's legal and political energy. That will likely include voter rights as well as sustained effort efforts to restrict the authority and the regulatory agencies in the executive branch. Why does this matter? 
Because these cases may not always feel like blockbusters in isolation, like Roe v. Wade, but they can constrain federal power in ways that are almost impossible to reverse with dramatic implications that cut across multiple policy areas. Preventing the CDC from enforcing an eviction moratorium due to COVID, preventing OSHA from enforcing a vaccine mandate in the workplace, and preventing the EPA from carrying out some of its most aggressive proposed limits on greenhouse gases. Those are the things that that, that are not so major standalone issues or major uh, dramatic things that people are talking about, but they were big things. Some of those issues are bigger than others, but each of those carry raised questions about the overarching legal principles related to the executive branch authority. We're talking about the White House. Taken together, it's clear which direction things are headed. The federal government is going to be able to do a lot less than it has been able to do in the past because of this Supreme Court that we have right now. But the justices are not necessarily united on the specifics of how to, the best way to get there, but they are united on that we need to go there. So let's break this down a little bit more, how it works. Several of the court's conservative justices are highly skeptical of Chevron deference. The principles that if a particular law isn't clear on its face, the court will generally defer to the interpretation of the agency tasked with implementing that law. In striking down the EPA regulations last week, the OSHA vaccine mandate and the CDC's eviction moratorium last year, the court leaned heavily on a different but regulated legal test known as the major questions doctrine. It holds that executive branch agencies cannot rely on the general authority they've received from Congress in order to justify particularly sweeping actions. If Congress had intended for the CDC to be able to halt evictions all across the country, the court said it would have needed to say that explicitly. So basically what's happening here is the Supreme Court is saying unless Congress says it explicitly and unless Congress passes laws that say A equals B, B equals C, you get what I'm saying? Then they're not going to revert back to the agency's interpretation of the law They're going to revert back to the Constitution of the United States of America. This is why Donald Trump's picks of the Supreme Court were so very powerful. Because it's going to save America, folks, whether we like the people that he chose or not. They are proven that they are going to go back to the Constitution. I wish they would do it with the election stuff. But at least right now, folks, we're on the right track. The bottom line here is there are many ways for the conservative court to rein in federal agencies. And while there may not be a clear consensus on precisely which of these avenues to take at any given moment, one way or another, federal agencies exerting broad-based powers are already losing and are almost certainly going to keep losing thanks to President Donald J. Trump in putting the right people on that court. And we should be very, very thankful to God that we have these people, even if we do not agree with them on everything. Amen? All right. I've got two more stories left. I know we're running late, and I know we have uh, Coffee Talk Tuesdays today, but please let me get through these, and I thank you for staying here and waiting. All right. Missouri is called the Show Me State, and Missouri's done a lot of good things in the last six months that have allowed us to highlight their legislation 
and their uh, lawmaking that's happening in the state of Missouri. Well, folks, not only are they sh- are they is their slogan slogan to show me state, but they're actually showing us how to do it because Missouri has just banned all mail-in ballots and added voter ID requirements with new election laws. This is huge, and we got to cover it. Missouri has banned mail-in ballots, and Governor Mike Parson reformed Missouri's election laws by signing the log- the logical new measures into state law. Parsons said he signed House Bill 1878 into law in a push to strengthen election processes and voter confidence. Although Missouri has conducted free, fair, and secure elections um, in prior elections, Parsons said state officials want to remain that way in the face of changing technologies and newly emerging threats. The bill strengthens our election processes and gives Missourians confidence that their voices are being accurately and securely recorded at the ballot box. Voter ID requirements, a measure Missouri Republicans have pined for for nearly two decades, only to have the courts strike down their efforts, ruling them unconstitutional, finally made their way through the system. The law now requires government-issued IDs to cast ballots. However, those without Uh, without an ID, can cast a provisional ballot only if the voter returns later that day with a proper ID for signature verification by an election official. Missouri's new law also modified several other rules on how the state conducts its elections, like opening two-week windows for voters to cast absentee ballots without citing an excuse why they can't vote on election day. In addition, it prohibits local election authorities from accepting private donations, except for personal protective equipment, food, and water. Long story short, folks, this is happening in every state. Missouri showed us how to do it. Let's keep that ball rolling. Big shout out to the state of Missouri. And now, the last story of the day, we're going to talk about Melania Trump. Melania Trump was disrespected and basically forgotten by the mainstream media when Donald Trump was in office, uh, when it was in office. And Melania Trump, ladies and gentlemen, was probably one of the best first ladies we've ever had. Very classy, very elegant, speaks five languages, had many different, um, many different nonprofits where she helped kids, families, uh, so many other people. And she basically was just forgotten by the mainstream media. So I would like to highlight Melania Trump on this day after 4th of July, 2022, uh, and something that she said yesterday that, again, was completely ignored by the mainstream media because they hate her so very much. But let's show a picture of Melania and Donald while I read this. She put out a truth yesterday that said this. Our American dream is built on the principles of life, excuse me, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. As expressed in the Declaration of Independence, together on this historic day, let's salute our brave men and women who have fought to establish and preserve our freedom. Now, you can bet your bottom dollar that if Michael Obama, husband, wife of of, 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 uh, Barack Obama, put out that tweet, the mainstream media would have eaten it up. Oh, look at this, look at this. But because Melania Trump didn't uh, put it out, the mainstream media didn't even highlight it. So I would like to say thank you, Melania Trump, for your service to this country. Thank you for being uh, the wife of Donald Trump. I know that's got to be difficult. And thank you for being a good mother and showing the American people how to be classy once again. We applaud you and thank you very much, Melania Trump. Now, folks, remember, before we go today, 
This is all about going back to basics. While they're trying to control our food, while they're trying to control uh, the supply chain of how we get our food and water, we got to start going back to basics. I know it's going to be a big change, but you've got to completely change the way you look at things. You have got to start getting your meat from local farmers. Buy a whole cow. Buy a whole pig. Buy a chest freezer. They're pretty cheap these days. Throw all that meat in there. Save it. Keep it for yourselves. Make sure you have a water supply. If you live near a water uh, a stream or if you live near a, uh, a water runoff where people go fill their jugs up like we used to do when we were kids, rely on that. Stop relying on the government because sooner or later they are going to start, uh, they're going to do everything they can to ration everything to you. So not only that, start shopping with American businesses, folks. Start shopping with American businesses. Do you realize that we already have almost 400 businesses on the America Strong Business Directory? Please visit jeremyharrell.com. Look at all these businesses. Almost 400 businesses for you to shop with. I guarantee you that it may not be in your state, but maybe be online. Either way, go to the America Strong Business page and start shopping locally, folks. Start shopping with each other. And let's save America that way. And let's keep the farmers in our area supplied so they don't have to rely on the government to sell their products to. And one more thing, ladies and gentlemen, do not forget your live from America coffee mugs. 15 ounces right here. I got it right here. 15 ounces of awesomeness. Lights, camera, coffee, folks. We only got five left. Let's, uh, let's buy them out of stock today. LFA coffee mugs on live from America. Well, folks, that is going to do it for, uh, for LFA today. God bless you, and thank you for being here. Remember, there are right ways, and there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high, because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I will see you tonight, 5 p.m., for more Live from America, and at 1 o'clock today on Telegram for Coffee Talk Tuesdays. God bless you guys. Have a great day. Peace. That will-